Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> no, you, can, you can see, so basically, I'm in the back room of this shop. And here I am, and it's very, very camp. But I had agreed only the night before. Um, I'm not a great fan of many things to do with talk TV, particularly because Piers Morgan works on it. So I'm very careful about what I would talk to on that channel. But a guy called Peter Cardwell, who has his own show on a Saturday, who is the political editor, had apparently the week before, during a broadcast live, had said, listen, guys, you may notice I'm a little bit subdued today. And I'm having issues with my mental health. I'm continuing on. And I'm sure that if I look after myself this weekend, I might feel better by Monday. But I just felt that as we are constantly telling people that it's good to talk, I'm opening up myself today. And I thought that was a really good thing to do because I've done that before. You know, I've been talking out about my mental health issues since I had Matty 33 years ago when I was the only person in this country talking on the telly about it. And we only had four channels then. And so I am very um, keen to support people who share their mental health journey when, you know, to show, listen, I'm still working and I'm still functioning. And I'm still doing my job, but I'm struggling. So I got agreed to talk to him. So we were late. So we had to rush into the back shop. I actually come to you live from the back of a shop called Cinder's Dress Shop in Liverpool. So these people. This morning to go to a function and they very kindly. These people who were in the shop getting all their daughter's prom dresses. So this this mad bent off the telly, run and grab a ring light and run into the back shop and do a live interview from the back of the shop. But I just thought that if I'm watching or listening to something, that's like a little snippet into somebody's world that you quite that you quite that's, enjoy. That's, that's the point. Of that. Let's back up. Let's back up. So you've gone in. So so you've got you've gone in there. Yeah. But we had already beforehand. This is this is the whole point of uh, looking at. You know, you doing a podcast is about your life, your your life, which is full of fun crazy intelligence all those things that i love about you and that's what we were talking about when we were with matty in new york about looking at the essence of what you're about as a person unedited your own time the way you want to talk what you want to talk about and that's why when you when you went when you went there like i said to you beforehand let's just take your phone and switch on the video or switch on the voice recorder and record what's going on. I get it. Because I think it's about cutting into your life. No, I know. I get it. No one sees that. The thing is, DK, and and DK, guys, is um, the studio manager of um, of Lincoln Studio. And our friend, obviously. He directs everything that happens. Directs everything that happens. In in my studio. I paint it and he directs the way the sales are done, marketing is done, all those things are done. Yeah. But as well as that, we've obviously done our, we've done our own podcast. But one of the things we've always been talking about is, is me doing what is you doing. What? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have I have guested on a hundred podcasts that <laughs> people have, have have done. Some have meant something to me. Some have purely been because a friend of mine 
you know, usually somebody in the industry obviously has asked me to go on it. But what I found was, is that, right, so nowadays podcasts are very powerful. I'm not a great podcast listener to. Lincoln is, and Matthew are prolific podcast listeners to. I'm usually too busy in my, my downtime watching The Real Housewives of Anywhere in the Entire World. What are you whispering about? I've got a lot of rustle from Lincoln's oh. Oh. lovely puffer jacket, jacket oh, on okay. the microphones. Okay. And if anyone's going to know anything about me... They'll know that, that you can't bear Russell. I can't bear Poor Russell. Russell. Poor Russell. <laughs> I tell my kids what I'm doing and they go, oh, great, mum, what, whatever. But Matty has always said to me, mum, the one thing that I don't understand why you don't do is a podcast. I think it's because I've... And why has he said that to you? Because he just thinks that... He, I, he, I mean, it, it's quite surprising, actually, because, you know, he's trying he's tried to shut me down quite a few times about things that that I you know that I I say I can be a bit sort of sort of gobby and we try not to merge our careers you know because he's got a completely demographic demo, different demographic to to me but he just thinks that I have quite a big voice and quite a loud voice and I should use it but I've always said the trouble is Matthew and Lincoln, you know, there are so many mental health podcasts. I I speak out on Instagram about it. I get a very fantastic opportunity whenever it's relevant to talk about it on on television. And Matty said, yeah, but it doesn't have, you don't have to make it about anything. No. And him and Lincoln were talking about these podcasts that they listen to. And Matthew listened to one called Come Town, which is now called the Adam Friedman Show. We met the guys at Madison Square Garden when we went Mm -hmm. to see Matty. I said, oh my God, are you the guys from Comtown? They went, what? You know we're the guys from Comtown? And Mrs. Lincoln, we're fascinated by you and your name. <laughs> because It was, it was crazy. And, but, and, and so, that was, but Matt said. We'd heard about them. We'd heard about, we'd heard about their podcast through Matt. Yep. Every time Denise has ever mentioned about podcasts, <laughs> that's where Matt He said, mom, the guys this, that I listen to, you know, their podcast, podcast is not about anything. It's just about them talking. Whether they're going to the shops, whether something global has happened, whether it's something that's happened personally to them. They're just two guys, sometimes talking shit, sometimes talking politics, sometimes talking about the price of a tin of New York beans, you know? And and it's just really about that. And I think that appeals to me more. Um, also, the fact that the other thing that, that I did worry about is that I was under this impression that you sort of had to go into a studio every Friday and put your podcast out. And, and because I've got older DK, I don't like the idea of being tied down as much. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I like, totally. I like the idea of being able to, to, to do stuff, which then can go out w- willy nilly when, when, whenever, um, because I love working, but I also love not working. And also something that if we were abroad, on a more holiday type of thing, if something happened or just if we were having a particular conversation. Because I think what happens is, you know, I sometimes think me waffling on about things isn't interesting. But to some people it is. And I my social media is evidence of that. I'm very Marmite. Some people love me and they'd listen it to be talking about anything. Some people, more on the Twitter world, can't stand me. That's absolutely fine. I'm old and ugly enough to be able to deal with it all. And and this has been proven through my recent ranting about um about Matt Hancock in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I can't move on from it. And these people who are being sucked in by this pretend guy who's been given a platform, but I'm just I'm just so furious from what we went through during COVID. Not COVID, not the essential restrictions, not the taking care. It was the COVID theatre. And when we look back on that time and see a solo person being arrested on a fucking beach at Whitley Bay by sitting on their own on the seafront, and within three days we were controlled in that way, I can't move on. And Matt Hancock, okay, he's not solely to blame for it, but he was front and centre of it. So... The point I want to make is, with the Twitterati, is that because I openly admitted to an infidelity, to infidelity during my my previous marriage, there were infidelities 
in that marriage and I've and I've admitted to it. I always say there's no excuses, there are sometimes reasons. But nevertheless, Matt Hancock having an affair is, I can't tell you how inconsequential that is to me. It is of zero interest to me who he shags. The least we think about it, the better, in my opinion. But the, the point that people are saying to me is, well, you're a hypocrite. How dare you? Those who, you know, those who live in glass houses and all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, the point I'm making is not that he had an affair, that he has flippantly on that show said, well, I fell in love. While he fell in love, we were being barred by seeing people that we had loved all of our lives because of his restrictions. And even though we had vaccines, even though we had testing, I broke the law to drive home to see my dad. Now, my dad wasn't sick then, but he was lonely and he was, he was vulnerable because he couldn't live the, 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 the social life that he wanted to that, live. That's, and, why, that's why I was angry. That's and Newcastle, Newcastle was kept in tier four. Remember those tiers for mm. fears that were had? Newcastle was kept in tier four for many, many more weeks than other, when other tiers had, had been allowed to resume normal service to a point. So my dad, I could see his mental health decline for the first time in his 84 years. Yep. And so I drove home to see him. And as it turned out, that was the last Christmas that I spent with my dad because I lost him in 2021. I'm not the only person who lost someone during COVID. I lost my dad. A lot of it was because COVID, not with COVID. Hmm. And I didn't lose him because of COVID, but a lot of his illness was spent alone because of, because of the restrictions applied, some of them nonsensical. And when you've been in the hospital as much as I was and talked to the nurses on the shop floor who said to me, it's not COVID that's doing a lot of the damage, it's COVID protocol yeah. that's doing a lot of the damage, yeah. right? And when you've had an 84-year-old dad who wants you to hold his hand in the ambulance and you are told that you can't, with these ambulance drivers nearly crying because they want you to and they know it's absolute fucking bollocks that you can't go with him. But because they'll get sacked, you know, um, I'm, I'm still reeling from that. And how these people who are now thinking he's the greatest thing since sliced bread because 11 stars, how they have moved on so quickly, you know, it's a brilliant PR exercise. And I'm absolutely fuming about it. I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I've, I told you, I've spoken to a few people that have said, actually, I really like him. And that, you know, straight out just to me. And they know I'm married to you. This is the other thing. So go, to go back, to forget about Hancock for a sec. So to go back, to look at this, the structure of what And the look on about. Denise's face, that's not going to be an easy thing to no, do. No, no, I get that. No, but no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. I mean, I do, I do get pissed off that he's taken up so much of my time as, as, as well you know living rent free in my head i'm so angry but sorry link what no but this is what i'm talking about what you're talking about now right is is one part of your life and and when you when you go out to cinderella's and try and address or when you go down to london and you go and you know, maybe see a friend or even if you're just in london um at the flat just just go, going over something you've been through in that day that's what your podcast is about because i want to i want to know I want to know things about certain people that I'm interested in that I'm never going to know because what they do is sort of private. You know, it's I want to know what they're doing in, in their private time. And I don't want people to know all my private business. No, but you don't need to, and that's why. I mean, that's why we said that's why I said to DK, we want to be looking at taking just parts, but more of the essence of Denise Welsh. And this is the, what's really important because I see it all is the time. Is that a title? The essence of Denise Welsh? Well, I think, I <laughs> There'd think... be a few green sick emojis on Twitter no, if we called it that. Listen, I, my opinion, I just think it's unedited because the whole point is you haven't got a producer in your ear. Right, we're here mm. and we're talking this through. This is what's really interesting. Well, we didn't know we were going to talk it through. So I've no. come here today to actually do a video with DK. It was very kindly produced the video for the Gem Appeal, which is the charity that I talk about that many of you will know. It, it, it's a charity that, that, that raises money for research and treatment for genetic conditions. I've been a patron for 24 years. I have an annual ball, which is coming up um, this, uh, this uh, Saturday. So I came here to sort of do some recording with DK. Yeah. And we started talking about the podcast yeah. and, and here we are. It's evolved into, should we do a podcast? Yeah, but our initial talks were, which I said to you the other morning, I said, look, just shove on your audio. You haven't got to film anything. You could do a bit of filming because I think the thing is as well, it's like that, it's a bit like, um, it's that juxtaposition as well of audio oh, and film. Oh, hang on a minute. You know, I mean, look, you know, even the phone The Groucho off. Club, why is the Groucho, hang on a minute. Why is the Groucho Club bringing me? I, I Have I not what? paid my money? Hang on. <laughs> 
Hello? <laughs> it is Denise, yes. This is what I mean. Yeah, I'm 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 good, thank you. Yes, can I how can I help? Yes, it's you don't want to give this on. No, yeah. you don't want to give this out. <laughs> tell, tell, tell the producer to cut this, this bit. A, yeah. This is a, I'm just, could, is it possible for me to ring you back? Because I'm actually in the middle of recording something. Okay, no worries. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say me. I don't want no, to give the email away. But I'll definitely yeah. be around. Um, I'll be around later. Okie dokie. Well, All right, then bye, bye. Not, but this is what... Oh, my God, I just nearly gave my email no, around. No, I know you did, oh. but this is what it is. This is what I think. This is what I think that is the is the is the unseen you're going to get Denise. people going oh my god right. the groucho club just so that we all know that she's a member of the well, no, no, but, oh, club. Yeah, but the thing is is that these you are all scheduled things. that call. yeah i scheduled the call these are all things that i just think are an insight you look you know it's just you're, you're just oh you're managing to look from behind the curtain you're in the front room looking well listen in, it's always it, like it's, on the wall. it's always you know, like i say with reality television and i remember years ago before we had so much reality television there was a sort of a Peter Andre reality show. And I remember tuning into it. And there was lots of footage of Peter on the red carpet and Peter going to this do and going to that do. And they were not interesting. The bit that was interesting that you're drawn into is Peter Andre making a cup of tea in the kitchen. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And you are fascinated yeah. by the minutite mm -hmm. of nothingness. Well, mm. it's Denise's reality. And this I am, and I am, that's you know what me, it is. I'm You were talking about that by... with Unbreakable, weren't you, when you went in and put your bags down? Oh, I mean, look at Unbreakable, right? All Unbreakable the is the BBC show that we won, I hasten to add. Yeah, so, yeah, it's on iPlayer. You know, and, and these are the things. Well, why did, there were lots of things going on behind the scenes, which actually... Well, one of the reasons we did win it, because if we were recording something like this, even if we put it out after the show, right? The whole point being is, is that you even trying to, I mean, you laying on the bed that time reading the magazines and, I, and I'm basically wandering around the room with Stephen Bailey, looking out the window, making a, literally a ring in the carpet, looking at the cranes, going, I'm going to have to jump Because they the were bungee. so terrified I was of the terrified, right? And also the thing is about this so house is... that wasn't is, shot, that wasn't... No, 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 no. no. But we were in this, we were filming in a stately home, DK, called mm. Ogbrook House in Devon. Mm. And it was, you know, it was your sort of, your, your not so flushed out manner type of thing. And we were in a room that had a, it was a four poster bed. And funnily enough, two weeks before we got this show, we'd been walking around Lime, Lime House, is it, with your Lime mother? Park. Yeah, we had Like, Lime yeah. Park. Lime Park, and yeah. looking at all these four poster beds yeah. and being fascinated mm -hmm. by them. And suddenly there we were sleeping in one. And because my, our room. How was the snoring? Because, because, well, Horrifying. the snoring wasn't good. It wasn't Big good. Room, but he had, so he had no toys, all the rooms were taken. <laughs> and um, no, but the thing is that we discovered on one of the, there was all these old historical paintings of previous Ogbrook House dwellers around. And we noticed on one of them that it said, Mabel somebody, nay Townley. Mm. But Townley was spelt in the old fashioned way of T-O-W-N-E-L-E-Y. And we thought, oh, I wonder if that's, you know, maybe some distant relative, whatever. But anyway, in the room, everybody at night would come into our bedroom and the place well, where the house the was was called Chudley. And they used to knock on the door and go, may we sit by the bedside of Lady Townley of Chudley? And they all used to come in and they'd sit That's around and, and gossip yeah. around the, I mean? the bedside of Lady Townley. And we always used to say, because it wasn't a reality show like that, but there was things that happened and talks that happened that we thought, oh my God, that would have been brilliant television. Yeah, but I mean, this is the thing, picking even up the audio of what we were talking about in the lead up to some of these, you know, I mean, there was, you know, it's got the lakes, you've got the water, you've got the height because you've got the bungee, you've got... We didn't know whether we were going to be going like potholing when we went down to the the, the that was seaside. What I was That's what I was, I was terrified about it. But I just think that this is where it comes down to the the whole thing of yes, you're in the show, but what what is going on in the show? What's happening at the production of the show? And it doesn't mean we've got to put these sort of things out, you know, when the show is 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 being produced. But after that, it's a bit like looking back on it. So. If we'd had some, I could have gone, oh, put that bit on when, when I was in the room saying about I, just, I don't want to do the bungee. With it, the thing is with it. Um, you know, let's cut to that. I don't, you want, know I mean? I don't want, you know, all of, I'd love all of my friends to at some point be on my podcast, but not so much, not so much in an interview way. I mean, you've got, you know, my friend Jenny Powell has got Hot Mess Mums. You've got Kate Thornton who's got White Wine Question Time. Yeah. Those are brilliant podcasts. Uh, therefore, it's like, that's what, that's why I think, 
You've got um, Fern Cotton, who's got the Happy um, the Happy Place uh, podcast. It's it's kind of like I've felt that th- there is so many done brilliantly on the market. Where yeah. do I fit in? And that's why I think a, a more kind of generic just. But I also don't want my friends to go, oh my God, we're not going around to dens because she'll get a microphone out. No, but that's right. But this is but it's moments that you can take and you want to take. There's lots of things that you talk about with your friends that you wouldn't want to put on the podcast. But there might be there might be parts of your of your chats and and your you know days out and stuff like that that you could you could say, actually, you know what? When I popped over to Southport, this is what I was talking about. Listen to this, guys. This is just yeah. you in the car. I suppose. Because I don't, I don't think. The one thing of the things, is because. One of, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I think as well that audio quality, right? I've, I've, I've been listening to a few quite sort of contemporary sort of arty type. Um, even like Radio 4. You know, just when you hear the door clunk and all these sorts of things and you hear the engine starting and the, the audio is not great. I love that. Because it gives that vibe, it gives an essence of you're in the car. Yeah, you'd, I think that's you're, what you're makes sort of it with more. Them. You're on you don't the journey. Have, you don't have to be sat round with all proper mics and all and all equipment. No, no, you don't. Um, and and you, I think you that are, there will be sometimes when, you know, because I'm because I'm older. I'm sixty four now. You know, when I'm sixty four, I'm. I, I was always a people pleaser. Being married to you for, for 10 years nearly has made me much less of a people pleaser. pleaser. Mm. We always see, say, DK, that we've sort of yin and yanged each other, that Lincoln's made me tougher in some ways. And I've found a sensitivity gene that may have been somewhat lacking, you know, over the, over the years. So there's a real yin and yang aspect goes, goes on about it. So the thing is, I've just yeah, got to be... Yeah, I play a lot nicer with people now. And you're I? a lot nicer with... Yeah. You play with... Play, you, play, you, play yes, well. Lincoln play plays well. well with others very often. But but the thing is, I, I've got to be confident enough that whatever's happened in my week or month or fortnight or day or whatever happens, that I just put it out and people will either enjoy it and find it interesting or they won't. Yeah, because you know what, exactly. there are some weeks that I will have a really full week of lots and lots of stuff. And there will be other weeks where you and I have a chill and we do nothing but try and find real life crime on the television. Absolutely. And the thing is with it as well is, it's, it's like I was saying to you yesterday about we went to go and see that, that great Gary Barlow show. Oh my incredible. God, DK. We went to I mean, see that, Gary Barlow's show. Another, that's for another podcast, I think, because one of the reasons I'm going to say well, is... I'm going to do I, a whole podcast on Gary Barlow. Well, no, but I think, I think we could go into like those sort of entertainment aspects that we go to and we enjoy, like live theatre, when we obviously went to when we went to the theatre in New York as well. You know, these are, we might put a little photograph of these things out on Instagram and say we went there, but it's... Because the timing always, of this is got, that we've just come back from seeing Matty at Madison Square Garden, and that was, as a mom... And as a stepdad, that was really quite oh, it's, one of the most incredible things level, ever. On another level, but, the, but these things, what we what we do, and this is why this this first podcast is interesting for me because what, as you're talking, I'm thinking of all the things that that we've that you know we we've done this we've done this bizarre show, Unbreakable, but it's a bit like what what has brought us to this point where we already know we're unbreakable. It's like. When I was driving, remember when I was when, I, when we first met? I was driving for you, right? I was doing a bit of PR bits and bobs, and I was driving. For I you. loved that time. And do you remember that time when um, you know I was we, doing we're, Steel we're, Magnolias? The tour. we're probably getting to know each other and stuff, and it, and it is that because yeah, it takes a long time to get to know somebody. And I remember you saying to me, "Just say over there." You know, remember that, and just all these things. This is things. the accent thing, DK, right. because because remember you said that the thirty three thousand. So, I, I want to say thirty three thousand. So right? I've always been fascinated, you know, as an actor, I suppose, as an actress by 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 dialect. So Lincoln was between jobs. I mean, let's be honest, you you'd left Stringfellows, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, two thousand. You know, we I mean, were both. I was, I was, you know, um, Lincoln had just become sober. I was still drinking a bit, thinking that I didn't have so much of a problem, but I was doing a, a national tour of Steel Magnolias with and a, I was driving with a stellar top. cast. And l- I wanted Lincoln with me and he would drive me. And we would um, we would be driving down the motorway. And I've always been fascinated by this. So you've got people with a London accent like Lincoln, although it happens in Manchester as well. So Lincoln's natural accent would be to say 33,000, Okay. <laughs> Which is right. Yeah. So I used to I used to try and get him. He was going to be doing some presentations for some idea you had. Yeah. So although I love I love accents and I love the way Lincoln talks, uh, Lincoln was very keen to try and speak more proper. So we were trying to take the fuzz out and make them fuzz. So I gave him a quote which was, "My mother and father left me thirty three thousand pounds." Right. Say it. 
Well, I'll say it as I do nowadays. Right. I, you know, Go on then. My mother and father left You me don't work. talk like that. My he does say and mother, and mother and father. father. I do say my mother and father. Well, he doesn't what, what say, say mum and dad. I'd say mum and yeah. dad. Because there's the TH. No, I don't talk like that. You're right, mum and dad. But what I'm saying is if you look at the TH in mother and father, I don't, I don't say it like mother and father. He doesn't say TH. You know, I say, so, I, if I was going to say that, I'd say mother and father. Right? Yeah. And that's using an F. Say 33. Say right? 33. 33. He says 33. So does Lewis by steps and yeah, say 33. 33. But the point I'm making is this. That's fine. That's their, that's their accent. I love it. But I said, say over there. Say over there. Over there. So the people who say 33,000 say over there. Mm-hmm. So why don't they go over there? So they can form the TH when they say, I'll give it to go over there. But yet they say, they would go, my 33,000 is over there, Different which to dialect. me is... It's just a it's dialect, isn't it? It's, it's dialect. It's just weird to me. But the thing is, when we were... So, so anyway, we were having a laugh with Lewis, weren't we? Yeah. And Lewis got so confused about it. He started saying things like, well, I'm looking forward to going to Florida. In the- <laughs> 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 do you remember getting really yes, mixed up with it all? Where was, but, where was Lewis brought up? He was in, Har- in, in, in Hertfordshire. In yeah, Hertfordshire, right. yeah, in Hertfordshire. So, so he's halfway between the sort of but real London. You, you, if you're on the phone to Lewis or on the phone to me, you wouldn't really know the you difference. You can't now days. tell you the difference. You can't tell the difference. It's, it's crazy. But this, that was just an example. That's just an example of the things that people don't know. And that we've, that, that as, you know, that, uh, that, you know, I mean, some people might be, I mean, even when you were t- talking to me about it, you know, I, it was, it I some people might be offended by that. I wasn't, but it was just it's just a funny thing. Yeah, but mine thing. wasn't I, I wasn't funny being, thing. I wasn't a funny thing. I wasn't being critical of your accent. No, I know. Well, I, was I, asking love, you, I was asking I love you. your accent. Yeah. But yeah. you were you It was were, the first time I've ever thought about it. But before. also because you were suddenly with an actress as well, you you were maybe at the time you thought that if you were going to be presenting it was kind of a party planning thing you were talking about, well, wasn't that's it? What really, I was doing at the time, yeah. Um, as well, y- you were talking about presenting, and you were talking about presenting maybe to people who were international, and therefore you thought that you should moderate your accent. Yeah, that's where it came from. It didn't. It, yeah, it didn't come from yeah. me being critical of it no. because I wouldn't want you to talk any other, you know, any no. other sort of way. But, but yeah, I mean, that's. But that's that, that's the thing about was the foundation of our relationship. Exactly. It gave us bringing in certain aspects of us that no one knows. And it's just, you know, they're either interested or they're not. And then we basically find our feet with this. And that's where you could, I always think that you could, if you, if you looked at it, I, sometimes when I'm listening to radio, it's not, it's not even really the subjects I'm listening to. It's the feeling like when I'm in the car and I'm listening to something, it takes me to another place. And I just, I just enjoy it. I enjoy being around people when I don't need to actually Talk to them myself. Yeah. And I, what Matty I like, said. I like being the fly on the wall. I like that. And what, what Matty said, DK, about the type of um, podcasts that he listens to, he says, I don't have to sit down and feel I'm putting it on. No. It's just on. It's just on. It's Not just like welcome and he to. Said, he don't said, need any of that. Yeah. And, and he also that. said it that, that it's been like company to him mm. because, you know, you're touring internationally and everything. And sometimes... You're alone, you know, you you, yeah. you feel a bit lonely. It's the first thing I do when my family's away or if I'm away from my family is podcasts because they're, they're really familiar, aren't they? They all come around the same ones again and again and you get used to and it. I think that's, and I think that's why. Um, I, should, I should definitely listen to, to more. If I didn't have this Hey You app on my phone that had all my reality television on, I would probably listen to more, to more, um, but, but more for podcasts. The, but for the case But then of again, this, if I did a podcast... I would also no. be talking. Can I just make this point? <clears throat> it's like there are podcasts in America who focus f- exclusively on Bravo television, right? It's my favorite channel in the United States because it's got all the reality on it, right? And so there are podcasts talking about it. Now, I would, if I did a podcast, right, I would sometimes want to talk about what's happened in the latest episode of The Real Housewives yeah, of Orange County. No, but, but you're doing a podcast. No, well, I'm, well all right. This, you're I'm doing, doing a podcast yeah, now. But, I mean? what, that's, but, that's what, the, but what I'm saying is, that's the I wouldn't want to do a podcast. This is, I'm trying to, object, I'm trying to talk about this yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in my words by yeah. saying that if I was talking about The Real Housewives of Orange County, mm. I wouldn't be specific specifically doing a podcast about that. No. So therefore there would be people out there who would momentarily feel alienated because they don't know 
who Shannon is from the Real Housewives of Orange County, but I've just got to do me. So yes. I would just be talking about how what Shannon has done or mm. what Tamara has done in that particular yeah. episode has, has affected me or annoyed me or cheered me. And if people can relate to that, that's fine. It's not just people who relate to it, though. People get hugely influenced by podcasts. If they follow you, if they like you and want to know what you're about, if that's something you like, it may well be that they like that as well. I mean, exactly. well, well, well. I get I mean, loads of my influences look, from podcasts. You know, no one, it's, it's, it's all to do with, it's all to do with, um, no one wants to miss out. It's, that, it's, it's all that FOMO, right? It's the old, that, that's the yeah. No one wants to miss out. So if you have a fan, okay, and you can give them something, okay, that they're not going to see from you, from any of the other shows that you do, okay, that to them is great. And what can happen is with that is there's an honesty about it as well. Because like I said, there's no one telling you in your ear what you can and can't say. Mm. Because one of the things... I've got to be careful, though, Lincoln, is, because this is going out in the world and Denise Unfiltered is sometimes, a, you know... Uh, well, I'd have I, to be careful. No, but you know what? I don't. I don't. Do you know what? Then I, do you know what? I said this to you yesterday. Any time I've ever spoken to you for your advice on anything, okay, or if I if I've got something a niggle in my mind, I'm thinking about something. If I ask you, I know whatever comes out of your mouth, right? I I'm gonna. It's gonna be. It's 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 thought through and it means something and there's a reason you're saying it. You are not one of these people that are just going to talk about something for the sake of it. You speak about something because you're passionate about it. You have an intelligence around it, and you, it's it needs to be heard. Or it's just, it needs to be heard. Well, yeah, but this it doesn't. It. Yeah, I but me so. talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills doesn't need to be heard. No, but no, what it's I'm just saying something is, that no, I would what, like to talk about. But you like talking about it. But that's good. But that's what it's about. And that's why when someone sits down in their room and they go, "Oh, what's Denise been up to?" You know, the, and this is based around you. I mean, I know we're I know we're talking about this, and I've I've put a lot into this. But the reason I put a lot into this episode is because we've been talking about it, and I just well, we to didn't try even know we were doing. This is the most organic episode of anything I've ever done in my life. Well, we didn't yeah, even know right. we were going to do but it. That's the great thing about it. And the thing is, on Loose Women, um, DK, sometimes the the horrors on Twitter they have what's called Denise Welsh Bingo, okay, which is mental illness. Lincoln, alcohol, <laughs> and my dad dying. Oh, and I've had to now play into that. So sometimes I will sneakily pick up my phone. They're always telling me off for taking my phone on set. But I will sometimes get such pleasure. And I will look at what these troll people are saying. And I'll look at the Denise Welsh bingo and I'll go to the girls' full house by the end of all yes. one. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> You know? But I want people to know. You see, the thing is as well, where people misconstrue it is like they say, you're always talking about yourself. It's like... That's what the show is about. Mm. It's called Loose Women, you know, for, for, for a reason. It is an anecdotal and opinion-led show. Without the anecdotes, it, wouldn't be, it would be the same as many other shows. Do you know what I mean? That's what people, that's what the fans tune in for. Um, but um, so, you know, I do have, I, I do talk about those things on the Denise Welsh Bingo because they're my life. You know, my life is formed now by my sobriety. My future is now formed because I no longer have my dad. You know, Lincoln, unfortunately, um, for those people who who say I, I, I say Lincoln more than the Lincoln Tourist Board, is that my husband is called Lincoln. If they would like me to call him John, I would be happy to do so. But I don't know how to talk about my life without talking about Lincoln. And you wouldn't believe what people say. And they go, Lincoln, tick, woohoo, and put like woohoo signs and everything out. Because obviously everything I do on a daily basis is, you know, often with Lincoln. It's crazy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The other thing was, if I think the title of podcasts is so important. Mm. So, yes, it is. And yeah. my favorite title of anything ever was that Peter Kay thing that he, that he did years ago. And obviously he sat there and thought, no matter what I call this comedy, people will say, hey, did you hear that Peter Kay thing last night? Yes. And yes. I just think that's a brilliant title. Yeah, good title. So I'd love if he hadn't done that to call it that, that Denise Welsh thing. Did you hear that Denise Welsh thing or that Denise Welsh podcast or something? DK, you had an idea, which was the real Denise Welsh. The real Denise Welsh, yeah. Um, and that's also my Twitter handle. Mm. So that's also interesting. I just don't know whether that sounds a bit grown up to me, the real, De- the, I, don't, I don't know, the real Denise the real Denise Welsh. Well, I mean, let's. I mean, I'm I'm very close to this whole thing because obviously we live together, and you know we did come up with a title which I know DK is going to cringe if I mention it. Mm. But the point being is, is that there's lots of things around you that the title was Denise Welsh's juicy crack. Now. DK's cringing at the title. Is this a a title that needs explaining or... Yes, DK, because you are thinking of it in one way. No, no, I've... But but basically, where where I come from in Newcastle, we call it having a good crack. You know, cracking on. I know the Irish have... They talk about their crack with C-R-A-I-C. Ours in Newcastle is just how we... You know, C-R-A-C-K. Um, did you have a crack? What crack was there last night? And obviously, sometimes people consider my gossip to be quite juicy. And that's where the title came from. What connotations you put on it, David Klein, is completely up to you. But Denise Welsh's Juicy Crack was basically about there may be some snippets of juicy gossip coming into this. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are we allowed to say that anymore? I don't know. Everybody who might be listening, if there's one or a, or a, or a thousand... Um, I was always more. thinking. I was, Should I was, we go with was Denise Welsh's juicy we crack? From, before we move away from the juicy crack, I was thinking to myself, um, what would be interesting is, is when you email someone and saying, "Do you fancy coming on Denise's juicy crack?" You email. You email a celebrity. Oh yeah, do you fancy it? DK's face is a picture. Why did Rob Beckett come into my mind then? I don't know why, but anyway, there you go. Yeah, I love Rob Beckett's podcast, Parenting Hell. That was interesting, you know. I talked about doing lots of friends. I I sort of, I I spoke earlier, I think I did anyway. Um, I can't remember if that was um, before we were chatting on on mic or not, but about how many podcasts I've done of my friends' podcast over the years. Mm. And what happens now is the press looking for a story will devour podcasts and pick up. A newspaper last week, well, it was The Sun actually, did a double page article on me as if I had done an exclusive interview. It was actually taken from Rob yeah. Beckett and Josh Widdicombe's Parenting Hell podcast. Yeah. But they can do that to make it look like an exclusive. Mm. So I decided then that, that I was... Did come out before or No, after, after the, the podcast. After, after and within the, the copy, they did mention the podcast but it still was a double page spread with a photo that I hadn't authorized on there where they'd taken the background out. That was out. the copy online though. It wasn't no, 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 it was it, no, it was in the paper. No, I know it was in the paper, but did they mention the podcast in the paper? I, I don't did, think they did. Mm, I think they had to. Mm, I, I we think, couldn't get a copy because so. it was the day after, but nevertheless, yeah, to anybody else. sent us a look at it after, to day any, after. To anybody else who, who picked up the Sun newspaper, it looked like I had done an exclusive interview. The content in that, I would never have done with a newspaper. Right. I chose to speak openly on the Parenting Hell podcast. Mm. Rob Beckett um, presented Unbreakable and as a result of that asked me to do his podcast, which he admitted he probably wouldn't have had I not done Unbreakable. But what was interesting was that I got an incredible response from that podcast because I always assume that because I have talked so openly about my mental health journey about the fact that it started when I had Matty with postnatal depression in 1989, that everybody who was remotely interested in my story had heard it. But of course, that's only people who are within my demographic of, 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 of people who follow me on Instagram, social media, have watched my TV shows and ultimately listen to Loose Women, listen and watch Loose Women. But of course, with Parenting Hell, with sort of, you know, comedians like Robin Josh, it was listened to by a whole different group of people yeah. who didn't know 
who d- didn't really know what I was about. That's and I had it, yeah. a fantastic response to it. Mm. Uh, and it was also helped by Rob and Josh. Rob and Josh's surprise by who I was. Rob openly said, I just thought she was the gobby bird off Loose Women. And to many people I am and will remain so. But he saw a different side to me. And it was, and, and it was really interesting. See, I've but, only ever known this side to you. You've ever, yeah. I don't yeah. watch any of those so, things, so yes. I only know yes, the real Yes, you only know this, this, this side, but it would be interesting. Well, that's the thing about podcasts, very interesting, because every podcast has its own audience, and they can be very distinct audience from the next podcast. Yeah. When I share, my friends and I, you know, we had dinner or whatever, we meet up, we kind of trade podcasts, like, Do what you? are you listening to at the moment? What's on your What playlist? is your favourite, would you say, at the minute? Off Menu. Who? It's got to be Off Menu. Off Menu? Uh, yeah. Is that a food one? It, it is loosely food, yeah. Comedian Ed Gamble and James Acaster. You've probably come. Oh come yeah, across yeah, them. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of the biggest, as far as I know, one of the biggest podcasts uh, around at the moment. Have you listened to it, Link? I have a bit. Yeah, I, ta- I talk to know. Lincoln about it quite often. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very. Do, is it a weekly one? Do they do? A weekly it is weekly, one? and it's very, very formula based. But they what's talk the formula? Around it. It's basically your dream meal. So if celebrities come on or people. Comedians oh, like come I always on. say to people. What would be your last supper? Yeah, they kind yeah. of differentiate it from that. It's not necessarily what your last. Well, last I always one think is. if you were going to be murdered, you probably wouldn't be that hungry. It, there's part, yeah. partly that, but it's more like anything you can dream of. So it might be something from your past, or it might be the best thing you've ever had at a certain restaurant anywhere in the world, or something your grandmother made, or whatever. But you see, I think that's although I love the looseness of this, that that's what I suppose I, I would. I've panicked about doing a podcast that when you say that's very formulaic and people know that they're going to go on and they talk about, you know, meal memories or current things. And then it grows from that. I think that having that structure structure maybe helps, but Lincoln thinks otherwise. No, I, there's no, a whole no. spectrum of them though. Yeah, there is. And there's bullet points. I think it's expa- yeah. expanding on su- a subject, right? For instance, it's, it's like, um, I mean, the, the thing is with with all of the all of the things that go on in your life, then is that you are great at expanding on that moment. So when you, if I said to you, "What about that happened last week? What about this?" and it just literally is, it could be one word. Mm. You could you could drive that to be very entertaining for people because you do, and I see you do it around the house. Mm. You do it when the girls come around for nibbles and nails, all those nibbles things that people nails. don't see. But it's like, like for instance, let me give you an example of this. Right, like last night, right, I'm having, I'm having some reflexology on my foot, right. So Helen shows up, lovely friend of ours, comes around doing my reflexology. She's brilliant. Now, she walks in and says, "Oh, I might pop in and say hello to Den." Now Den's in the kitchen. This is true. This is a fact, right? And 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 I said, "Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll go and get some towels and bits and bobs. Set up the bed. So I take the bed upstairs for her and bits and bob." She goes in, and next minute I hear a roaring laughter from Helen. Okay, I don't, I don't think I've really heard her laugh before, but she walks in, and do you want to explain what she walked into, Den? Right, well, although Lincoln calls himself the influencer, and anybody who has um, had the joy of looking at my Instagram over the last couple of years will have seen that Lincoln sees himself as an influencer and often influences wearing my swimming costumes. Um I actually do earn money by influencing um, in the real sense of the word, because the more I can do to earn money from my house without leaving it, the better for me. So Helen walked into the kitchen and I was sat with a ring light holding a sex toy. Um, I'm looking at DK now. Yeah, because I was asked by um, a a, a leading online retailer of um, sex toys to advertise their latest one, which is basically lovehoney.com. And they asked me to advertise there. It's called the Womanizer OG DK. And it is based on, um, oh what gosh, did I have to say? I can't believe what, no, listen, no, 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 what did I have my to say? My it's, using, it's using not just vibrations, it's using airwaves as well. But, they, but, the, but the MO for it, for me advertising it was to just hold it and advertise it as if I was talking about a new a new telephone or or, or, a, or a thing of butter. Um, at one point, Louis kept saying to me, mum, when can I come in the kitchen? What is it that you're doing that I can't come in? And eventually I said, I'm advertising a sex toy. And he said, I'm just about to go to the edge and think about driving my car over it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's cool, oh, Louis. Actually. Well, to be fair, he come back and said, mum, you do what you like. 
I said, do you really not want me to do this? He said, mum, please do what you like. Anyway, there's an example. But it's, you know, I mean, I don't know what I'd hold up in the air. To yeah, but, I, you said, no, the but I can't be constantly have a camera in my kitchen in case I'm doing a sex toy advert and my friend walks in. No, that's right. But I, I don't even think Sounds it was Sounds like it was an well. interesting foot massage that followed that, though. Well, it was, yeah. It was, it's, it's one of those things where... Um, well, at least Helen knows what she's of, getting for Christmas. All of the things that I'm, that I'm bringing up in this, where I'm just sitting here just looking and thinking and thinking about our life and, and our life at home and stuff. And then the stuff you're doing remotely and you're out and about. I just think that there's stuff there. That can be brought in, and then we well, can we'll know. put it all together and basically. I say, think it would be interesting you know, if we if this, this if this if this chat about whether I should do a podcast does go out. I think it would be interesting to get feedback from people. I think it would be interesting that we've got that Denise Welsh podcast. We've got the real Denise Welsh. We've got Denise Welsh's Juicy Crack. My um, favorite. Your favorite, and 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 see what people think. I mean, I do you think this will go out, DK? Do you think this is go outable? I think, well, I, certainly this is podcastable. But uh, when we're making a podcast, traditionally we would get a few episodes in the can, so that we'd have some progression. Yeah, people could, could get mm. used to it because there's no podcast that I know of that was off and running from day one. You know, people need to get hold of it. They need to sit. Yes. With it. They need to listen to a few. Yes. You can't make a decision on a podcast from one. No, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I think this. I think there's elements of. I but think, I'm very comfortable this? doing this with 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 us three. Yeah. That to to think that I think what it is is I've got I've worked for forty odd years, DK. Right. I've got to a point now in my career where, like I said before, I love to work, but I love not to work. I I, I am lucky that I don't have to take any single job that that comes in. I love being with Lincoln. I love being at home or being on holiday, you know, with each other. And so I like to do things that aren't going to take me loads and loads and loads of planning and loads and loads and loads of work. So if it can be the type of thing whereby if I have somebody that I want to invite either to here or wherever we're chatting, they can, but that I don't have this massive production where I have to think of getting getting a guest and going no. through their agent and going through their manager and da 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 no. That wouldn't appeal to me no. because I... No, you're right, you're right, you're right. And you know... It's something I'm enjoying just sitting and <clears throat> chewing exactly. the fat. And do you know what we've done today? Do you know what we've done today? And this is this is the craziest thing about it. And Den just mentioned it then. 40 years in the business, right? 40 years in the business. And and I, I think that what I'm interested in, if I was to think of anyone, say, I, that outside of this, that I'm that I'm intrigued by or interested in, do you know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know. I'd like to know something about what you're doing now. Uh-huh. I'd like to know how you got to where you are. What happened, what happened in the past? Tell me something. Tell me something that excited you. Tell me something that hurt you. Tell me something that you would like to share. Okay. And what do you want in the future? And that's what I want to know. I'd like to know what what's happening today. Or around today, what, how did you get to where you are? Bring me, bring up one thing, and where are you going in the future? And this is what it is. And I think, but to I be don't. Fair, but the thing about where I'm going be... in the future is not. I think I was talking to um, Kate. We, Kate, you Thornton are always came talking about these. No, those I know, but no, but what I'm saying is that I feel, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm 14 years older than Kate. She's same as you. She's mm, uh, okay. coming up 50, but I feel that I'm very lucky. And I feel very honored that I am still considered relevant within this business. It's fucking hard to be a 64-year-old woman and remain relevant in this business. You know, there's a lot of the swan gliding on the surface, but the legs flapping away underneath. But I no longer have a surging ambition. I want to work, Mm. but I don't have anything to prove anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, some people that know me don't know that I'm a fucking good actress, and I am. That's my main job. It's the one thing I'll say I'm really good at. But a lot of people know me more from presenting or that gobby bird off the telly or the one who's quite controversial on Twitter. That's okay. I may do a play next year. I've got a meeting um, tomorrow go. about this it. Is, but this is I might I'm do saying. a play. That's kind of like for me, for my fulfillment. Yeah. But what I don't feel is the need. Somebody said to me, yeah, you should do a play and remind people how good you are as an actress. I don't need to do that. No. I, I, but for me, I might to do something that takes me back to my roots and challenges me a bit. But I don't feel that I need to do that within the industry. Do you know what I mean, DK? Yeah, I know what you mean. 
Um, so doing something like a podcast is not for me to become the best podcaster. It's just, this is actually something that fits into my lifestyle. That if it means that Lincoln and I go to LA next year for a few weeks, which we might, I can still do that from here. Yeah. We can send stuff back to you, DK, and yeah. you can do Absolutely. what you do with stuff because I'm the most technical, untechnical person in the world. But, that's but we can always thing. have a mic with us and do do three podcasts or two or one or or, or, or or whatever. There's no absolute pressure on me. Unplanned, unedited. Yeah, that's what it is. Denise Welsh, unplanned. You know, it, but it is. It's, it, we're not, we're not, we've come and sat down here and DK said, Let's get the mics on and just let's get let's capture this now. We'd have been talking about well, this he, in the car. No, I know. Well, he saw me. I said, "What do you feel about man Hancock?" And and he said, "Not a lot." And I launched into this, "Not a lot." Why is it not bothering you? And that's when DK went. Maybe we should get the mics. Yeah, I need, I need this right. to be on public record. Yeah, yeah, in my yeah. Defense. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just opening up a world that I just don't think that many people, you know, would would get from you. And this gives you the platform, and it's just, it's us. It's cool. It's easy. And it's just real. Until next time. <clears throat> Until next time. Then you'll get more of Denise Walsh's Juicy Crack. There you Over go. You found it. You know, you know the title. <laughs> so, guys, if there's anything that you've ever heard me talking about that you'd like to hear more of, or indeed anything you can suggest that me, DK, and Lincoln can bring to the table, contact me on deniswelshpod at gmail.com. And um, indeed, if you've got any questions, ask away. We'd love to hear from you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.